Hi, everyone, and welcome to a special Bella Asks episode of The Ethicast. I'm your host, Bill Coffin. As longtime members of the Business Ethics Leadership Alliance, or Bella, know, we offer a special concierge service whereby Bella members who have any questions at all about ethics and compliance can send them to us, and then our internal experts will provide an answer and or direct them to a helpful resource for more information. Some of these concierge requests are rather specific to a particular company's needs, but many of them represent broad challenges facing Bella members. That's why we are using this show to thematically respond to high-level questions from the Bella community. Joining us to give those responses is Bella Chair Erica Salmon-Byrne. Erica, welcome. It's great to see you again. Bill, thank you so much. I'm delighted to be back. So our next question comes from the category of employee engagement, and it reads, how do you plan a global ethics and compliance week? This is a good one. I'm dying to hear it because I interview so many CECOs and when they talk about a really mature program, really advanced program, uh, there's always a global ethics and compliance week built into it somewhere, but it seems like a really daunting operation. So I'd love to know how you get one of these off the ground. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so Bill, I, I would always encourage anybody listening to first start with why do you want to do a global ethics and compliance week in the first place, right? So if you start with uh, the learning objectives, the communication objectives that you have in mind for the uh, particular year, then you can kind of work backwards from there and figure out when is it that you uh, would want to do your Global Ethics and Compliance Week. There is a Global Ethics and Compliance Week um, in the fall, so you certainly can tag it off of what your peers are doing. Or maybe there's a particular thing about your company that would govern or suggest, rather, that there's a particular time of year that you really ought to do this. So maybe there's a there's a cadence of meetings that you wanted to kind of uh, piggyback on top of. Maybe there is a particular time of year that is very uh, active in a given way for your organization. So maybe that's a time you shouldn't do it because you're not going to get as much attention as you might have. Maybe you're going to use it to kick off a training program. Maybe you're going to use it to kick off a communications calendar, right? There's a lot of different ways that you can think about using a global, a global ethics and compliance week, but think of it as a moment in time and then think about what is it that I'm hoping to achieve with this particular moment in time. The ones that we have seen that are the best uh, um, ethics and compliance weeks are ones that are thematic. They're ones that are used to um, share and celebrate around particular uh, ethics and compliance initiatives. So maybe you're launching a brand new code of conduct. First, you should go listen to the Ethicast that Bill and I already did on uh, how to you know, refresh your code of conduct, but maybe you're launching a brand new code of conduct. Great thing to use your ethics and compliance week for because it's a uh, narrative, it's a time where you can sculpt the narrative with your comms team and really get people excited and engaged about that particular resource. So um, start with the why, uh, think about what time of year you want to do it in and you know what makes the most sense for your particular organization. And then think about what your two or three key objectives might be. Maybe you're looking to elevate your, your program and make people more aware of your resources. Maybe you've got a fun new manager toolkit that you're looking to launch, and this is a great opportunity to get everybody's attention. Maybe you just ran an engagement survey or a culture survey and you want to share the results. Those are a couple of different ways that you could potentially use this designated moment in the calendar, because that's really what the week is. Are there any companies you would call out as having particularly notable global ethics compliance weeks that maybe other people within the Bella community could reach out to for help, for advice, or just for some, some great success stories? 
Oh, there's so many, Bill. It's um, you know, it's 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 a little hard to pick on on you know one company when there are so many examples of companies doing this really well. Certainly, anybody, any Bell member out there listening who logs into the Sphere um, and looks at Ethics and Compliance Week resources, you're going to see lots and lots and lots of examples. But I think one of the ones that that I um, one of the first ones that I saw actually years ago now, where I thought, wow, that's a really clever use, was the team at Western Digital who used. Um, they have a um, they have a mascot for at Western Digital. It's called the Ebot, and it's this little robot. And so yeah. they had Ebot contests where you where you like different teams would design an Ebot that was an ethics bot, right? So it's this yeah. like you know different ways of like dressing up the Ebot. Um, and it was a it was a fun kind of lighthearted um, way of getting teams talking to each other, talking about the concepts involved in ethics and compliance. And celebrating because it was a contest, right? Everybody got to vote on like who the favorite eBot was. And then, I mean, since then it's gone into like now they have a full-size eBot and like somebody dresses up as the eBot. It has turned into a whole thing. But um, but I thought that was a really clever way of just engaging teams in a lighthearted, interesting exercise that was engineering related, so kind of related to the yeah. business they're in in the first place. Um, and a and a way of of uh, encouraging some team building at the same time. Yeah, well, the eBot rules, so I, I think it's a great example. I, I, I love the eBot. <laughs> well, Erica, thank you so much for lending your insights and understanding to the Bell community. It means a lot to everyone in the ethics economy. Bill, it is my pleasure. And as I say, every time you and I have the chance to do one of these together, to all those Bell members out there, keep the questions coming, okay? And Bill and I will come back, and we'll keep giving answers. I'm Bill Coffin, and this has been a special Bella Asks episode of the Ethicast. For more episodes, please visit the Ethisphere YouTube channel at youtube.com slash ethisphere. And if this is your first time enjoying the show, please make sure to like and subscribe either on YouTube or on our podcasting platforms at Apple, Spotify, Google, and Amazon Music. To learn more about Bella, please visit bella.ethisphere.com to request guest access to the Bella Member Resource Hub and to speak with the Bella Engagement Director. Thanks so much for joining us. And until next time, remember, strong ethics is good business.